Okay, Boker Tov. Today's stop is that phase in Yevamas as we begin Numasech, as we begin the Seder Noshim. Says the Mishnah Chamesh Yisrael Noshim, Potus Trost, Seymet Sars, Seymet Achlitz, Malib Masaf Olam. We gave the, the uh, examples yesterday, but there are 15 women. You know, this comes to Yibam. Yibam, we know, means that Reuben was married to Leah. And um, if, she, if he dies with no children, his brother Shimon is supposed to marry her. And if he can't marry her, he doesn't want to marry her, he has to give her chalitza. But if he's married to somebody that Shimon cannot marry, for example, let's say Reuben's married to Shimon's daughter. Very simple, right? Reuben's married, Shimon's daughter's married to his niece. And um, he dies with those children. Shimon can't marry his own daughter. We assume that, right? What about Esther de Cholosa says, a mitzvah that give him. Losa yeah. says should marry his daughter. It's disgusting, right? It's yeah. impossible. But you could you could argue that, right? We're going to talk about that, about marrying his daughter. Is that, a, is that a, where is the prohibition for marrying his daughter? Because we'll see that this part of the mission is not talking about a matter of a, a daughter from wedlock. This is talking about a daughter from out of wedlock. He had a, what they call today, a relationship, or he raped somebody, and he had a daughter. Where does the Torah say that you can't marry her, that she's ostracized? Obviously, you can't, right? But where do we get that from? Not so clear. We're going to talk about that. But in any case, Shimon can't marry his daughter, right? His own daughter. And he can't marry his granddaughter. And he can't marry, uh, um, let's say, it's his uh, sister-in-law. If Reuben is married to Leah and Shimon is already married to her sister, Rachel, as we've discussed, right? So since he's married to Rachel, he can't marry two sisters, right? Yaakov Avinu did it, but there was before Mount and Torah, maybe there were two different mothers, all kinds of discussion about that, but nobody can marry two sisters today while they're alive, while, the, while they're both alive. In other words, remember, it's very common when a woman would die in childbirth that he would marry her sister. That's okay um, because you're, the Torah forbids it. The Chaya, the Pasuk says, you shouldn't marry two sisters while they're alive. And it's very common to do that because, you know, who's going to take better care of the children than than the aunt, right? Than the mother's sister. So it's very common to do that. You're allowed, but if they're both alive, forbidden, Isra Kares. The basic Isra of not marrying your sister-in-law, not in the case of two sisters, marriage two sisters, but your brother's wife is a, is a basic Isra, is, is incest. It's just like marrying your sister. What does that mean? Your brother's married to somebody and let's say he divorces her. Still can't marry Salacious Ah. He can't marry her, right? He can't marry her, but even if they're not married anymore. Once it's Sacious Ah, it's like your, like your father's yeah. wife. Even if it's not your mother, your father's wife, you can't marry. Even if your father dies or divorces her, you can't marry her forever. And the same thing with your brother's wife. You can't marry her. If they have and if they have children or they don't have children, there's a basic answer. However, if he dies with no children, then there's a special mitzvah to make even, even though it's normally considered an incestual relationship. So over here, that's the basic idea that yibam technically should be usher. If the Torah wouldn't say do yibam, it's your sister-in-law. You can't marry your sister-in-law. As we know, if they have children, if Reuben had children and he dies, Shimon can never marry her forever and ever. And if, or if uh, Reuben, let's say, divorces her, right? divorces, divorces this woman, you can't marry her. If it's not, right, if it's not Yibam, right, first of all, there's no Yibam if he divorces her. It's not Yibam anymore, right? They're divorced. The only question of Yibam is when the man dies with no children, 
His wives at that time fall Yibam. Now the issue comes up, if one of those wives you can't marry anyway, because she's your sister-in-law, your wife's sister, or she's your daughter, or she's your mother, <laughs> right? How could that be? How could that be? How could, how could your brother be married to your mother? It's a brother from from married, exactly, exactly, not the, from the same one. But so whatever the situation was, if the brother, again, Reuben dies with no children, normally Shimon's supposed to marry her. But if Shimon can't marry her, because she's one of the 15 women that we're going to enumerate here that you can't marry. So not only don't you marry the, her, not only can't you marry her, but any co-wives that she had at Sarah that, that Reuben had, as we said, in the case of Reuben was married to Leah, and he had a brother, um, uh, and he had a brother Shimon married to Rachel, and Reuben dies with no children. Not only can Shimon not marry Leah because he's already married to Rachel, his sister, he can't marry Hannah, Reuben's other wife, who's not related to him in any other way other than being a sister, other than being his brother's wife. Can't marry her. That's called a tzara. So again, because Reuben has one wife who's related to Shimon already, he can't marry her. He's one of the 15 heirs, like his daughter, like, like Shimon's own daughter. Therefore, he doesn't he can't marry Khan either. Now, the Lashon of the Mishnah is potra. She potters it up that you don't, uh, you don't marry Hana either. Potter sounds like, you know, it's potter, but, you know, if you want to, you could. No, it really means also. The Gemara will talk about that. You're not allowed to. In other words, once you can't marry your sister-in-law because she's, uh, because of one of these prohibitions, then there's basically an Israel It's like the brother, like the example I gave yesterday. If Reuben had children and he died, then Shimon is forbidden to marry her forever. So here, who are these 15 women that if Reuben's married to, from his marry to uh, uh, Shimon is doesn't do Yibam and doesn't marry her her co-wives either. Bito, Shimon's daughter, Reuben's married Shimon's daughter, Bas Bito, his granddaughter, Bas Bano, his granddaughter from son, Bas Ishto, Bas Ishto, let's say he's married, right? Like you have that sometimes where two brothers were, or or we have many times a father and a son marry a mother and a daughter, right? The second measure. So here the, the two brothers married, one married the mother, one married the, the daughter. So over here, uh, if it's Bas Ishto, Shimon's married to the mother and Reuben's married to the daughter. So when Reuben dies with no children, Shimon can't marry that daughter, right? Because he's married to her, to her mother. Bas Ishto, Bas Bina, granddaughter, Bas Bita, granddaughter from the other, from the daughter, Hamoso, his mother-in-law. <laughs> Nobody wants to marry Who their mother-in-law. Who would want to marry their mother-in-law? But not just that, Reuben's married to Shimon's mother-in-law, so again, if he's married to Shimon's mother and to Hana, some other woman, right, to Hana. So again, since Shimon cannot marry his own mother, he can't marry Hana either. The Emchamoso, his mother-in-law's mother, the grandmother, the Emchamav, his father-in-law's mother. Achoso Me'imo, that's very simple. Shimon is married to, uh, uh, Reuben's married to Shimon's sister because sister from the mother, and not sister Reuben, right? Reuben's married to Shimon. Shimon and Reuben had two different mothers. Remember, Yibam only works according to the father. We don't care about the mother, right? It goes only if it's, a, if it's your brother. When does Yibam apply? If Reuben died and Shimon was a brother of Reuben from the father's side, like Yaakov, they had the same father. Okay, so now let's say Reuben was married. Reuben was married to Shimon's sister. It's not Reuben's sister, right? Because it's a sister only from the mother's side, from Shimon's mother's side. So Reuben was married to Shimon's maternal sister, maternal sister. And now Reuben dies with no children. Obviously, Shimon can't marry his own sister. It's his, it's his, 
sister's also, whether it's father, mother, either way, even a half sister's also. So again, that's one of the Abishim can't marry her, so she can't, can't marry the co-wives either. Achos Imo, his aunt, an uncle can marry a, a niece, as we said, Reuben can mar be married to Shimon's daughter, but you can't marry your aunt. So let's say he's married to Achosimo. Reuben is married to Shimon's maternal aunt. Maternal aunt. Can't marry her, so that's also an erva. If, if Reuben's married and Reuben dies, not only can Shimon not marry his own aunt, he can't marry the co-wife. sister. this is the class case we talked about. Reuben and Shimon married to two sisters, Leah and Rachel, and Reuben dies with no children. He can't, Shimon can't marry Leah because he's married to Rachel already. The Aishas Achiv Me'imo. Also, Aishas Achiv Me'imo. What does that mean? His brother's wife from his mother's side, the brother from the mother's side, the brother from the mother's side. Reuben's married him, right? Reuben's married to him because it's not related to Reuben. It's just married as a wife. And now, Aishas Achiv Me'imo. But the Isra of Aishas Achiv, as we said before, that's incestuous. Aishas are your brother's wife. It's whether your brother's wife from your mother's side or from your father's side. So let's say he's your brother's wife from your mother's side. There's no yibum there, right? Because not from the father's side. Yet, and yet you can't marry. So you can't marry her. If there's no yibum, you can't marry her. So Reuben is married to Shimon's sister-in-law, his brother's wife from Shimon's mother's side. Reuben's not related to her at all, except that he's married to her, right? He's not. He doesn't have a prior relationship. So again, if he if Reuben dies and this lady falls to him, the not only is there no yibum, there's no and there's no chalitza, as we said yesterday that. Whenever there's no yibum, there's no chalitza Torah. There are many cases where the rabbi said do chalitza because of other reasons. But Torah, if there's no yibum, there's no chalitza. And if there is yibum, there is chalitza. There's not. So here, there's no yibum, no chalitza, and the co-wife is also. That's number 13. We're going 15 cases. As we said yesterday, let's say the brother did not live it. Because Pesach says, the two brothers, Reuben and Shimon, who are who are the same father, right? And if one dies, the other one's performed even. That's only if they existed in the world at the same time. If Reuven died and he had another brother, Levi wasn't born yet. Wasn't born yet. The brother, the mother, his, you know, the, the, unfortunately, Reuven died young and his mother, whoever she was, gave birth to another son after Reuven died. So he said, how is he going to go? He's a baby. Okay, fine. So meanwhile, Reuven's wife married Shimon, another brother. Right, where even he was single, let's say, take a simple case. And then later on, he died with no children. By the time he died with no children, 20 years later, Levi was able to make Yibam, no Yibam. Why? Because they weren't in the same world at the same time. And when there's no Yibam, there's no mitzvah of Yibam, what is there? There's an Isser of Aishas Ach. It's as if Reuben died with, have, with children. There's no, it's, it's Usser, Isser of Chorus, just like incestuous, like marrying your sister. Isser of uh, 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 incestuous relationship. So again, if now Levi, uh, this uh, original woman, Leah, died, right? Leah, um, Leah who's, um, who was Ruvain's widow, and then she married, let's say, Shimon, the brother. And now he, he died with no children. Now she felt to Levi, but Levi was Eishasach of Shalom from Ruvain. Even though he was, in, even though Levi was in the world, he shared a world with Shimon. By the time you know, Shimon was around, Leah, Le, Le, Levi was born. But it, once there was an Isser, on Levi because it's Aishas Ach. It's Aishas Ach because it's Leah is the wife of his original brother Reuben, even though he never shared a world with Reuben at the same time. That prevents him from having a mitzvah of Yibam, but the Isser of Aishas Ach is still there. You can't marry your sister-in-law, period. There's a basic Isser to marry your sister-in-law.
You can't marry your wife's sister if they're alive at the same time. And you can't marry your brother's wife, even if they're, even if they're not alive, even if the brother's not alive. Except in certain cases, there's a special mitzvah yibum. If you share the world and you had the same father as your brother and your brother died with no children, then there's a mitzvah yibum. But in all the other cases, there's no mitzvah yibum. Then there's an issues of eshazach. That's called eshazach shalobamachah mitzvah. When there's no mitzvah yibum, then there's incest, it's incestuous. That's the you know the dichotomy over here, right? That you have on the one hand, it could be a mitzvah, on one hand, it could be an abayer. Eshazach mama and kalaso, your daughter-in-law. You can never marry your daughter-in-law. You have a son who's married to a woman. Chamanatzayin, your son died or he divorced her. You can never marry that girl. Does her forever and ever. So if let's say, let's say your son died and he had a wife and your brother married that wife. Your brother can marry her. It's not his daughter-in-law. Now your brother died with no children. So you can't marry that girl. Now can't you marry her? You can't marry Hannah, her co-wife also. All these cases, Potos are saying, not only don't they, but they pot to the tzara, the co-wife, but Saras are saying, and the co-wives of the co-wives. What's that case? We'll see. Then a chalitza and a yimat self olam. We're only asked why to say chalitza first. We'll get to that. But kulan, before we explain that Saras are saying, but kulan, all these cases though, the key is who did he leave at the time? That, who did Re- when Reuven died? Who was he married to? He was married to one of these 15 ervas to you, a forbidden relationship to you, an incestuous relationship to you. So then not only can't you marry her, but you can't marry any, any of the co-wives. You might have Hannah and Zilpa and Billa and many other wives. You can't marry them. But let's say, though, listen carefully. Let's say this daughter, that uh, da- your Shimon's daughter was married to Reuben, the first case, right? Or Shimon's daughter-in-law, right? Uh, Shimon's daughter-in-law was married to Reuben after Shimon's son died. All these cases of errors. Let's say they died before Reuben. Your brother Ruvain didn't die. Your brother Ruvain didn't die first. The, the, the erva that you're not supposed to marry died first in Mesu Omianu. Or what's Mian? If you had a, a, a Kedushan Drabana on a girl who's under 12 years old, can't get married, right? Minatora, unless her father marries her off. Father marries her off. Then it's a Kedushan Doraisa. However, let's say the father's not around, or if the father's already married her off once, and then she's divorced or widowed from that. Then she's also the father has no rishus. He can only marry her off once. Afterwards, she's what's called the asoma b'chayiyah biha. She can't really get him. So, who, so her brother or her mother or somebody, her her uh, petrupus might marry her off just to keep her off the streets. That's a condition drabanan. But she can walk away from that marriage just by saying, "I refuse." By the age of, up until the age of twelve. So let's say uh, this woman, this erva to you, your daughter or your daughter-in-law was married to your brother, and this girl died, or she walked away, Oh, they got divorced. Oceanims or it turned out that she didn't have any female characteristics. She couldn't have children. She had a man's voice, which she was, we don't know if we have an island today, but she had no like female chromosomes, let's say. She had a female body with no chromosomes, let's call it, right? Oceanims to Islandists, meaning it was a condition, a condition tos. It was a mistake. The guy never realized they married her as a young girl. Turned out she never developed into a woman. That's a Kedushay toss, so it's not a Kedushim. So in all those cases, when Ruvain died with no children, the wife that you're not supposed to marry was already out of the picture. She was dead, divorced, walked away, or it was, or it was the marriage was annulled, let's say, if she was an analyst. So in those cases, are same with us. Then if Ruvain died, and let's say Rachel, your daughter, or your daughter-in-law, whatever she was, was already out of the picture, she died or was divorced. So when Ruvain died, who, did, who, did he, who was his wife? Just Hannah, the woman who was not related to anybody, right? 
then you could marry her. Then, then you could marry Shem Sanos. Then uh, that 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 uh, that Sora, that Chana, so Shem Mutar, she married that you can marry not only Mutar, but then it's a mitzvah. You have mitzvah Vivam. Because when Ruvain died, he wasn't married to any of your relatives, he was just married to some strange woman. Strange woman. Okay. But now of the 15 cases, we talked about one of the cases could have been your mother-in-law, your brother was married to your mother-in-law, or or your your wife's grandmother, your, your mother-in-law's mother, or your father-in-law's mother, you can't have a case of this Nimsa Island of Shemi. You know why? Because Nimsa Islandus means that she didn't have she couldn't have any children. Or, or Shemir, or she refused, can only walk away up until the age of 12. If she had, she had children, your wife, you know, she had a child or she had a grandchild, she couldn't be a girl under 12. So that case, you, that doesn't work out. That case of me, in other words, uh, we said of the 15 cases, if they died or, or, or walked away or discussion of some islanders, then, the, then Hanukkah marry uh, Shimon, right? But uh, you can't have a case of uh, islanders or me in the case of your mother-in-law or your mother-in-law's mother or whatever. Kate's a potter so what's the example? So we explain her. Your daughter, or one of the 15 cases, the daughter is the first one mentioned in the mission. We'll talk about why it's the first one. But your daughter was married to your brother, which is okay. Your brother was married. Your brother was married to your, your brother, your, your uh, daughter, let's call her Leah, was married to your brother Ruben. So was married to your brother Ruben. And he had another wife. We'll call her Hannah, right? So your brother was married to Leah. That's the main one. That's the one who's uh, the Erba. And he had another wife, Hannah. Uh, and now Reuben died with no children. Just about you asked yesterday about uh, Michael asked yesterday on the was recorded on the Shia that uh, uh, if um, if there were children and they died, right, then there still is, that. then there would be with keys. Were there any children or was she pregnant at the time of the death? So now he died. Just like the daughter is Potter from from Yibam, right? You can't marry your own daughter, as we'll see why. The question is, maybe you should, right? Maybe as the Chalosa say, maybe the mitzvah Yibam means that you should marry it as horrible as it is. Or do Chalitza, if it's too, um, it's too, uh, you know, <coughs> disgusting to you, repulsive, so marry, uh, have, have do Chalitza. Maybe you should do Chalitza on your daughter, right? But we'll see, no, there's no Yibam, no Chalitza. So that's amazing. Shame should be just like you don't do Yibam on your own daughter. You don't do Yibam also on Chana. There's no Chana either. She's out of the picture too. Now, now this Chana, Shimon could not marry Leah because it was his daughter, right? Reuben was married to Leah, had no children, he died. Can't marry. So Shimon doesn't make Yibam on Leah because it's his daughter. He also doesn't make Yibam on Chana, who was the co wife, the Tzara, because she pops up. But now Chana went. There was another brother, Levi. Oh, no, Levi was the one who was born later. Well, let's call him Yehuda. Let's call him Yehuda for clarity, right? He went. Yehuda could marry either one of them, right? Yehuda could marry either one of them because it's not his daughter, right? He can marry uh, Leah or could marry Hannah. Okay, so if he marries Leah, no problem. Let's say he marries Hannah, who's a tsara of the Erva from Reuben, right? He marries Hannah. Right, another brother, meaning Yehuda, and he had another wife. Let's call her Zilpa. I don't know why, just popped in my head. Zilpa, call her Zilpa. And now Yehuda died with no children. Kashem should now Shimon's still alive, right? The original brother Shimon's still alive. Who was the Erva? His daughter Leah, and who was her co-wife Hannah? Hannah had a co-wife from Yehuda called Zilpa. 
right? Shame should Saras Bito Ptura, just like just like Shimon cannot marry Chana from because she became Osertim at the time that Ruvain died. Now Zilpa, who's the Tsara of the Tsara, she's Chana was the Tsara of Leah, and now Zilpa is the Tsara of Chana. So just like Chana became Osertim when Ruvain died, and now Chana went and married Yehuda, and Yehuda died. So just like just like Chana cannot marry Shimon from the original Isra when Ruvain died. Zilpa also can. Even if there's a hundred brothers and they keep going and adding on more co-wives, they like to have multiple wives in those days, right? They needed a lot of help. So all of that, they're all usher, and Shimon can never marry any of them, not even them. What was the example we said before? We said, if they died, if the, let's say your daughter uh, or daughter-in-law or whatever died while she was still married to Reuben, before Reuben died, she predeceased her husband, right? Uh, she's the one you can't marry. She's her daughter-in-law, let's say. Let's say you're Kala. Kala's the last case. The first case is your daughter. Can't marry her, right? Let's say she died or divorced before Ruvain died. Kate said in Mesuts are the same mutaras. Haisa, you can't marry your daughter anyway, right? But you can't marry your daughter because you can't marry your daughter, but you could marry the co-wife. In case of Mesuts are some Haisa, your daughter or one of these other 14 in the Suislav was married to your brother Reuben. Below Isha Harris and another, yet another wife, Chana. Mesa if your daughter died. Onus or she divorced. And then your brother died. So Rasmus Taras, Chana can marry. Why? Because at the time that Reuben died, who was he married to? Only to Chana. And Chana was not related to you, other than she's married to your brother. Right? Then Muteris, and not only Muteris, but it's a Mitzvah. And let's go, let's understand this. We said that if, let's say, uh, let's say uh, you're one of these women that you're not supposed to, that you can't be married to, uh, that you can't have, have even to one of these 15 Erebus, let's say she was a Ketana. She was a little girl, married a 10-year-old girl, and um, you, you, you weren't supposed to marry her. Uh, you're not supposed to marry her, right? But she could make eat meal. No, she could walk away from, the, from that marriage. So let's say, um, uh, what's an example? Let's say, um, she's your daughter-in-law. Let's give an example. She's your daughter-in-law. She's 10 years old. She's 10 years old. And um, how could she be, how could she be your, uh, your daughter-in-law? She married very young and her brother or mother married her off. The father was out of the picture. She's your daughter-in-law. Okay. Now, what do we say? If it was a regular marriage and your brother died being married to her, if it was a regular marriage, she wasn't, she was 15 years old now and your brother died. So you can't marry your daughter-in-law. You can't marry the co-wife either. Very simple. But let's say your daughter-in-law was only 10 years old and it wasn't really a marriage to Orisa because her father was out of the picture and her mother married her off to your son just to, uh, you know, that she should be off the streets. You didn't want to have a little kid running around, nobody running. So you married her off to her. And now your brother died. Now you can't marry her because she's your daughter. Your son died before, right? Because uh, that's why she's your daughter-in-law married to your brother because your son died before. Right. So let's say, uh, or take a case where it's his own daughter. Let's say he married her off when she was three and then she was divorced or widowed and whatever. So you could have a case where you have a 10 year old girl married to your brother, but it's only Kedushan Rabbanah. And now your brother dies while he's married to her. Not that she walked away. If she walked away from the wedding, right? She walked away. And now Reuven's only married to Hannah. You can marry Hannah. No problem. Your brother, your brother did not leave any incestuous relationship there, right? 
But let's say she's still married to, he's still married when Ruben died, still married to this 10-year-old who's related to you. She's your daughter or your daughter-in-law. Now, you can't marry her. So what about the, the, the co-wife? So there we say, you do have to do chalitza. Why? Here, she could have walked away, but she didn't. She didn't. Your brother died before she walked away. So since it's only a marriage drop on, and the Yibam is also only drop on. It's only a marriage drop on. There's no right. So therefore, and she didn't, she didn't walk away yet. So why? So what's that? Rashi says over here, Rashi gives us a hint right before Rashi, before the end. It's Rashi before the Gemara, about 10 lines from the bottom page. And now your brother Ruby died. And that means the Kedushan that she was married to, your brother was only dropped on it because she was a 10-year-old. The 10-year-old can't marry on her own, can't accept Kedushan. She's a nana bardas. And therefore, the Zika, when her brother died, the remember what's Zika? Zika is a relationship that Menatora, that your uh, sister, your brother's wife has to you before you make Ibum, that connection, that's only also dropped on it because she wasn't really married, Midaraisa. So she doesn't part to the sister, the, the, the co-wife from Chalitza. Because she's not really, see that your daughter-in-law who's married to your brother, she's only 10 years old, she's not really married Menatora. The Chana, the other wife, is married Menatora. So since the, your, your, your brother's, uh, your, your daughter-in-law is married to your brother, the 10-year-old is not really married Menatora. So you can't say that the, there's, a, there's no Yibam over here at all because she's married to your brother. And therefore, there's no Yibam on the sister, on the co-wife also on Chana. No, it doesn't work that way. And she doesn't part the tsar from Khalitza Ulis Yab Masur. Why so why don't you make why don't you make Ibam? If it works for Ibam or Khalitza, Ulisab Masur can fire Tamigamarsha near Sarasarva. She still looks like the Tsar of Anerva. Khana looks like the co-wife of your daughter or daughter-in-law, whoever the 10-year-old is, right? So it doesn't look nice. So we say, don't do Ibam. It looks like she's the tsar of your of your of the relatives. So we say, you know what? Give Khalitza to Khana. Of course, you don't give Khalitza to your daughter. My daughter-in-law, because there's no even there at all, whether she's 10 years older or 100 years old, right? There's no chalitza even there. You can't, you do not, you have nothing to do with your daughter. You don't marry your daughter, and therefore you don't chalitza either. But what about pathing the co-wife, Chana? So we said, if you're only married to the 10-year, if your brother was only married to the 10-year-old Midra Bonan, so there's really no Yibam Midra either. So therefore, technically, you could marry Chana, the you could have even with Hana, but don't make even because it looks funny. It looks like she's the co-wife of your daughter. So you don't make him, but still need, you need Chalitza. So again, it's not that you have Chalitza when there's no even. When there's even, there's Chalitza. When there's no even, there's no Chalitza. But sometimes the rabbi said, do Chalitza, right? Like we talked yesterday, the case of the Kohen Gadol, uh, Shimon's a Kohen Gadol, marrying his brother, uh, marrying uh, his sister-in-law. If Ruvain died, his brother's a Kohen, and he left a woman who was a Psula still, but she was still a Shazach. Right, so there's an Isser, he shouldn't marry, he's only supposed to marry, he's not supposed to marry an Amana. As the Dochalosa say, yes, the first time, the first for the first for the to to um to consummate the marriage, there's a Mr. There's a say Dochalosa say, but afterwards, not so. The rabbi said, do Chalitza. So, whenever you have a case where you do Chalitza, not even that's the rabbi said that because Menatora, you do Hebrew, you do Chalitza. Now, how do we know this is the case? How do we know that this is all the case that you don't marry any of these? When Michti, Kulu, Meachos, Ishi, Alpina, the Gemara is going to learn out tomorrow's daf. It's all now from your wife, your wife of your sister. You could have a sister-in-law in several ways, right? You can have a sister-in-law. You could have your, your brother's wife. You can have a sister-in-law, your wife's sister. And I guess there's one or two other cases also, right? But you could, the, the is what we're talking about, your sister-in-law. 
Now, the Pasuk says you can't marry your sister-in-law. If you're married to your wife, while your wife is alive, you can't marry your sister-in-law, your wife's sister. So, it's all learned out. All the other 14 cases, how do we know that there's no Yibam in those cases and no, uh, and not on the Tsaras either, on the co-wives? It's all learned out from Achosish. The Gemara is going to learn out tomorrow. So why isn't Achosish so the first one? Since that's the source, how do we know that the 15 Pati, maybe you would say, you know what, you can't marry, you need Chalitza, right? Maybe you can't marry your daughter or, your, or this one or your mother-in-law, whatever it is. So maybe you do, how do we know that there's no Yibam no Chalitza? It doesn't apply at all. It's all learned out from a Pasuk Achosish. We're going to see that Pasuk tomorrow. So if it's learned out from a Chalitza, why didn't you mention that one first? Let's look at No, no, no. We want to give the more severe cases first. I mean, most of these cases, if you marry, if you if, if you marry your sister, you can't marry your sister, but if you do marry your daughter, let's say, right, there's a nisr of chorus, right? There's a nisr of chorus. So how do we know that um, right? how do we know uh, that, that in other cases, some cases, though marry your mother-in-law, there's uh, the punishment is Srefa. So we gave the more severe cases first, Remember, there's a machlokas between Rav Shimon and Sanhedrin and the others um, between uh, whether what's what, what's the order of severity of the of the capital punishment. Is it skila shreifa herig and chenek, or Rav Shimon's shreifa is more chamer? So maybe because like, Rav Shimon says shreifa chamura, and those cases of of um, of your mother-in-law and uh, all those is, is isha and uh, and your mother-in-law and uh, your mother-in-law's all those cases. Is punishment of Shreifa. So maybe it goes like Shreifa Chamura. So Yachid the Snechamosa Barasha. So why don't you say your mother in law first? The Ika Shreifa, but Chamosa Ksiva, the main part of, of uh, the main uh, Isser, the main punishment of Shreifa said by, by Chamosa. Rashi quotes the Pasik Isha Shirikachas, Isha Ves Ima, Zima Hiba Esh Tisrofu. We're going to talk about that Pasik soon also. So why don't you mention, if you tell me the, they tell you more Chumra ones first, like daughter, so why don't you mention uh, why don't you why don't you mention uh, Hamosa first, right? So why don't you mention your mother-in-law first? Hamos Bresha, the Yigasrefa Hamosa. Oh, Basar Hamosa after Hamosa. Listen to Kalasa. You should also say Kalasa. Why? Because that's Baskila. Marry your daughter-in-law after your son died. You marry your daughter-in-law. You chayv Skila. The Basar Shreifa Skila Hamar. And where is Kalasa mentioned? That's number fifteen. That's the last one mentioned in the Mishnah. So what's the reason for the order of the Mishnah? When you list the fifteen. They're all learned out from Achosisha. So why don't you mention Achosisha first? Secondly, if you want to tell me, you go according to which ones are more severe in terms of punishment. So, and, and uh, it goes like a Shimon holds that Shreifa is more Hummer as the most Hummer. So list those first ones that the punishment is Shreifa and then list Skila afterwards. Elabito, I'll tell you why. How do you know you can't marry your daughter who's out of wedlock? If you have a daughter out of wedlock, Right? You had a relationship with somebody or you raped somebody, you have a daughter. Where does the Torah say you can't marry her? Does the Torah say you can't marry? It doesn't say why. It's all we learned out of a drusha. Even us midrasha, he says, since it's learned out of a drusha, you can't marry your daughter. How do you know that? I'm not talking about the feeling of incestuous that's obvious to every human being, but I'm talking about where's the Torah say that? The Torah doesn't really, doesn't really say that. A daughter out of wedlock. It's only learned out of the Russia, therefore it's Chavivtim, it's dear to him, and he wanted to mention that Israel first. So the Gemara says, I understand, Kulanami Drusha, they're all learned out of Drusha. Everything is learned out of a Drusha. How do we know that there's no Yibam in these cases? It's all learned out of a Drusha. As we said, we're going to learn out from Chosisha. No. Nehidli, Yibam Asmi Drusha. This that you can't make Yibam on these 15 is learned out of a Drusha. 
But Iker Asurayu, the basic idea that you can't marry, that there are such a, that it's incestuous, that it's also to marry these people. Iker Asurayu, the head Yiksipe, it says, it says, you can't marry your you can't marry your father's wife. You can't marry your mother-in-law. You can't marry your mother-in-law's mother. You can't marry your daughter-in-law. All those things says Beferish. I'm not talking about the Yibum. The fact that you can't be Meyabam them, that's already a different drasha. That's the drasha we're talking about. We're going to see tomorrow, Mitzvah But the drasha, the basic answer is here. Tzibu, Igosrei, Behedikzev. Another again from the top. Kulin Amidrasha. All learn out of Russia. The Hidlin and Yibum also Amidrasha. Igosrei, Behedikzibu, Igosibu, Bito, Igosrei, Amidrasha. But your own daughter out of wedlock, not in wedlock, not from your wife. Uh, that you can't marry her, that's only learned out of a drusha. The Amar Rabba, Rabba says, We've learned this many times before, but we're going to read the Pesukim inside. The Pusik says, the Pusik says, um, uh, the, You can't marry, I mean, the nakedness of a woman and her daughter. Isha means your wife, a, 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 a wife, a, a woman in wedlock. Her, not only her Daughter, but her granddaughter, either way, that's what the Pusik says in Achremos. Okay, that's what Ishobita. Ishobita indicates that it was a woman and she had a child in wedlock. Isha indicates wedlock. wedlock. She was married to somebody. Doesn't even mean if she was your wife, if she was married to you. But if you're a woman who had a daughter in wedlock, right, you can't marry the woman. If you're married to the woman, you can't marry her daughter or her daughter-in-law. Vice versa, you can't marry the uh, going up to. If you're married to the daughter, you can't marry the mother-in-law uh, or the mother-in-law's mother, right? Uh, you can't marry your wife's grandmother, right? Uh, let's say you want to marry your wife's grandmother, you can't do it even if you're not married to your wife anymore. Another pasuk says that's the pasuk Yud Zion in Perik Yerches. Pasuk Yud says erbas bas bas pita says the erba of your granddaughter, your daughter's son, your son's daughter, or your daughter's daughter. It doesn't, it just says your granddaughter. Okay. There it's speaking about not out of way. Like it doesn't say Isha from a woman, from a marriage. It just says you can't marry your granddaughter, your sons. Right. That's what it says. What about your own daughter out of wedlock? It says you can't marry your granddaughter out of wedlock. You had a granddaughter of wedlock. You had you had a relationship with somebody. She had a child. Then she had a child. That's your granddaughter. You two. Physically, it's your biological granddaughter. Not You weren't married to any of them, right? So it says you can't marry the granddaughter. Where does it say you can't marry your own daughter out of wedlock? Not, you know, you can't, you can't, can't sleep with her, period. Forget about, you know, you can't, you can't be with a, uh, with your daughter and your daughter was born out of wedlock. Where it doesn't say that. So, okay, okay. So, so the Gemara explains that. No, you can't learn, you can't, Isra, you can't learn off for Kabahoma. Uh, and you can't learn a couple of homer for a low say, but you could learn out of Xerishah. So here's the point. It says over here by the by the by the wedded uh, the daughter daughter who, who was who was from a married woman was married a, a, a daughter who was from your wife. Whether she was from your she may not have been your daughter, but she was a daughter from your wife that you're married to. You're married to this woman. You can't marry her daughter or her granddaughter. It says in that pasuk Sharahena Zima. It says Hena. And then in the Pesach, it talks about women out of wedlock, granddaughter out of wedlock, so that tells me the answer. Just like it's awesome. And just like in the Pesach of Erebus, Isha, there it talks about Bita, the daughter. You can't 
you can't be with, you can't have a be, you can't have a relationship, you can't have a bia, let's call it. You can't have bia with uh, your daughter, with a daughter of your wife. She may not be your daughter, but if it's your wife's daughter, you can't marry her. The same way when it says Haina in that also includes the Isser of your daughter out of wedlock. You had a daughter out of wedlock, if you have Bia with her, that's also Usr. That's what Haina Haina teaches me. What's the punishment? The punishment is Srefa, burning. Okay, Srefa. <laughs> Srefa doesn't mean burning at the stake, you, you know, with the hot coals and all that, whatever. But whatever the Srefa is, right, the melted, the melted uh, iron, whatever, the melted lead, the melted lead. Uh, so whatever that, that Srefa, how do we know Srefa? Because it says in this Pasuk, Zima, number one, we relate the, uh, the, the, um, the daughter out of wedlock to the daughter from wedlock, meaning not your daughter, but it's your wife who's you're married to her daughter. That's from Haina Haina that we know that your daughter's included. And how do we know the punishment? Because it says there, Sharahina Zimahi. It says Zimahi. And the Pasuk we quoted before says, Isha Shirika has Ishves Ima. If you marry a woman and her mother, it's the same as marrying a mother and a daughter, right? Zimahi, Baishis Roku. There it talks about fire. So that's the punishment of fire for both. So that's the idea. So we're saying, why did we start with Bita? Why was she the first of the 15? Because it's a drusha. Not that it's a drusha for Yibum, that we, that all 15 or the, the, the 15, uh, you can't marry. 14 out of the 15 will learn out from a drusha, Bachos Isha, as we're going to see tomorrow. Because you can't marry your wife's sister. There it tells you you can't marry her even for Yibum. And we learn out the other 14 from there. That's in terms of the Yibum. But all the other ones, it tells you the Pasuk is you can't marry your daughter in law. You can't marry your mother in law. You can't marry a, a woman and her daughter, right? You can't marry a woman and, and her daughter. Or you can't marry a woman and her granddaughter, right? Married to a woman, you can marry a granddaughter. You can't marry your own granddaughter even out of wedlock, right? You had a, a child out of wedlock and then she had a daughter. You can't marry her either, says that. But how do you know you can't marry your own daughter out of wedlock? That that's not, of course, marriage wouldn't be how, but that, that you can't even be with her. That's the drasha. Heina, heina, zima, he. And zima, zima. That's not drasha. And therefore, since the whole Isra was not of Russia, it was chavavle. It was dear to him. And he wanted to start with that. That's why when he tells you, what are the 15 women who, if your brother's married to them, there's no yibum. You don't perform even if your brother died with no children. The, the first one is your daughter out of wedlock. And that's why he started with that. So the Gemara then goes on. Tomorrow's Gemara will say, If it's not of Drusha, it's so chavav to you. So why don't you say that at the end? Because that's the only one that wasn't learned out of a Drusha, right? Because the says, in the Pasuk. So the Gemara goes, so this is what, dealing with what the order of the Pasuk is. Tomorrow, at the end of tomorrow, we're going to see the main question, which is going to lead us in for a few days is, why is that anyway? Number one, as the Cholosa say, but it's not the Cholosa say, which has Kares. So what do I need Sukkim for and all these brushes and all very simple. There's a mitzvah of Yidin, that's an assay. There's a mitzvah, there's a los assay and, and, uh, of all these ervas. They're all punishable by chorus or worse, right? So if that's the case, it's an S is not association for chorus. So why would I think? Why I know Pusik teaches me you don't make you, you don't marry sister. You might think if you're, but let's say a simple case, you're uh, Reuben's married to Leah, Shimon's married to Rachel, and Reuben dies with no children. Shimon's married to Rachel, so we say he can't marry Leah. Maybe why, why not? As the Dachalos is a mitzvah yibum. Losa say he shouldn't marry his sister. As the Dachalos say, but if the Losa say she ish bokores, so so what do I need a special pasuk for? As is not Dachalos she ish bokores. Tomorrow, tomorrow at the end of tomorrow's tomorrow, the more is going to ask that after we learn out the drasha of sister-in-law, the basic the basic source for not having even is from the sister-in-law, your wife's sister. 
and the other ones are learned out from there. But what do I need it for? S is not cars. So that'll lead us into uh, some Friday, Shabbat, Sunday, Monday, into the whole topic of Esedochalos, I say. So we'll get off on a tangent a little bit. We're going to have a break from Reuben and Leah and Shimon and Chana uh, starting tomorrow for a few days. It's more difficult until we get back to Ches uh, and Tess, we get back into all the uh, relationships. Yeah. Okay. Esedochalos, okay. I say, means that if you have a positive mitzvah, and it goes against the negative mitzvah, the essay, uh, the essay supersedes the losase. Okay, I'll, I'll think of some examples. I'll give you some examples tomorrow. We'll talk about essay. Normally essay is dochalosase. So if you have a mitzvah to do something and a mitzvah not to do something, essay is dochalosase. The essay overpowers, supersedes the losase in a regular way. But it's not pardon? pardon? A baby that has a tzaras on his bris milah. Right, right. Okay, let's say you have to, right. The baby has a tzaras. You're not supposed to cut up tzaras on a, uh, you're not supposed to cut up tzaras if you have a leprosy. But let's say he has it on his penis. And there's a mitzvah to do bris. You have to do the bris there. So that's esed docholosa say. And it's only, there are all kinds of rules that have to be at the same time. It only works if the esed docha at the same time, the same time, isn't it? When you're at the same time, you're over in the losa say, you're over, you, you, you perform the essay. But there's many rules. For example, is an esed docha another, another essay? Uh, an essay is not docha, a losa say shiesh bokaris, a losa is more severe. Or an essay is not docha losa say and an essay, as we said the other day with, uh, with a coin guttle uh, marrying his sister. Let's say Shimon was the coin guttle and, and, um, and his brother Reuben dies and he left the woman Leah, right? And he has a mitzvah yivim. However, the coin guttle has, a, so he's a mitzvah yivim, but he has a losa say what? That he can't marry an almana. Essay should be docha losa say. But if she's also not a virgin anymore because Reuben was fully married to her, so there's a lo say and an assay because there's an assay to marry a virgin. That's the coin is a coin to marry a virgin and not to marry an almana. So if Reuben's wife is both an almana and not a virgin anymore, so the coin goddle can't marry her because even though he has a mitzvah of Yibam, it's going against the lo say and an assay. It only overrides an assay against the lo say, like Rumi said, the case of. Uh, of uh, of Mila on a, on a tzaras. That's a simple case. There's many cases like that, right? We'll talk about tzitzis. That's the basic idea that you have a losasay of shatnas and you have a mitzvah of tzitzis, making tzitzis from shatnas when you could do it with shatnas, when you knew how to make tzitzis when it was properly, the tzitzis was proper tzitzis, which we don't know about today. There was a time and we don't do it anyway. There's a shiloh at night. There's no mitzvah to do it. So therefore you'd be over on shatnas. So let's say climb but tzitzis is your classic case of of Esedochalos essay. Um, so there's, right, there's many cases like that of Esedochalos essay, but as it does not supersede a los essay and an essay, like the case of Cohen Gadol marrying his sister-in-law who's both an almona and, and a non-psula, right? It only works, Esedochalos only works if he, is, he has a mitzvah even against the los essay of almona. If it, she's still a psula, so then you would say Esedochalos essay. So therefore we said, yes, uh, the first bia Essay docholosa say, but the second one already he can't. So therefore, the rabbi said do chalitza. So essay is docholosa say normally, but it's not docha an essay and a losa say, and it's not docholosa sheish bokores and other exceptions too, as we'll discuss over the next few days. Have a good day, everybody.